Oregon's one mission to bring Major League Baseball to Oregon. Powered by the Portland Gear Store and Guardian Games, this is the Diamonds and Roses podcast. And without further ado, your hosts, Ben and David. So here we are back again. Dave and Ben back in the Juster Fried recording studio. What's going on, Dave? Nothing, man. How was your holiday? It was great. Um, eating some potato chips as we were like sitting here recording, drinking some beers. Um, you called me up and we're like, dude, we need to do an episode on the recent stuff that just took down. Yeah, we've. I mean, we've had so many uh, amazing episodes. We've we've explored history. We've explored the explored the present through a ton of interviews. Mm-hmm. But this uh, kind of recent news and. I guess some recent news from a few weeks ago really warrants, uh, I guess, a little bit of attention, a little bit of discussion. It feeds the imagination and it feeds the optimism. Mm-hmm. So I know many of you were going to expect the second part of Rob Nelson's interview, but we're going to hold off on that till next week um, because, again, I think you're right, Dave. It, I think what we have to talk about today deserves some attention and and you can jump on that i'm gonna take another sip of beer and you jump on that and talk about what we are going to hit on today dave well so you know in, in terms of what was released uh to the public a couple days ago was this notion of a perspective uh site for a perspective mlb ballpark mm-hmm. um and, a, and an appropriate and and feasible and manageable location with also um and, and many of you probably saw that with many renderings um, which which had been commissioned by two different companies, but many renderings of what it might or potentially could look like, what the facilities could look like, the amenities, the resources, the attractions. And again, it's just, uh, it was given major play uh, mm-hmm. in, the, in the media. And it was uh, it was definitely a, a feast for the imagination uh, when, when you look at those images. Yeah, it definitely was met with enthusiasm and it was met with, we don't need a stadium. They're building it in the wrong location. And, and and here's the thing. I mean, there's going to be skeptics. There's going to be cynics. We understand that. We understand the, the realities of what it takes to bring Major League Baseball here. The political and financial realities, the geographic realities. It's a lot of realities. Mm-hmm. But the, the reality is that it can be done. Now, yeah. you know, and, and, and again... There are always going to be potential obstacles. There have been in the past. What we're seeing now with, with this this Diamond Project kind of uh, bureaucracy, this Diamond Project, uh, I'd say push and legitimacy is what we're seeing is 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 a level of authenticity, a level of legitimacy, and a level of moving forward that we haven't seen when this topic has come up five years ago or ten mm-hmm. years ago. So you're you're seeing really. Uh, kind of the breaking of new ground and the, the actual start of the process mm-hmm. um, that takes a few years. But these things are becoming more and more real. Yeah, I mean, we, unlike moments past, back with when Montreal, yeah, you know, we, we have plans now. We have perspective location for where the park's going to go. I mean, before they were just like, okay, let's put it over at Memorial Coliseum by the Moda Center, but they had nothing. They had absolutely no plans in place. I mean, was, as far it, as like property-wise, they, they just didn't have the, the, the any sort of rights to the property. Not that it they was had very, it right now. It was very pie in the sky. Mm-hmm. It was very filled with hope and, and this and that, and it was very dreamy. Yeah. This doesn't, this doesn't feel... 
filled with hope and dreamy. This feels a little more concrete, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, it does to me. And and the reason why it feels more concrete is is that you have people that are doing nothing but working on this every single day. You have the Craig Cheeks, you have Mike Barrett's, you have... You know, the Darwin Barneys, uh, you know, you have Russell that whole, Wilson. Russell Wilson, you have Sierra Wilson, you have other private people that haven't come forward yet at this moment in time, probably are not going to be known for a while. But you have a legitimate group of of people that have come together and that are working on this. Yeah. And and again, there's there's a there's a power behind it. There's a momentum behind it. Again, I, I don't think. You know, in the past, when we've we've had those, those those talks of Major League Baseball, you know, ten years ago, twenty years ago, there wasn't there wasn't really any even media coverage. It was kind of ignored as as just you know that hopeful dream. Yeah. Uh, this is getting this is getting coverage as as something legitimate. I think it's mm-hmm. I think it's pretty cool. It feeds our it feeds our passion. Yeah. Because that's what this is all about: our passion for baseball, uh, the 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 proven passion for baseball in this area. Mm-hmm. Uh, our personal, you and I, our personal passion for baseball, as well as our hopes and dreams, because yes. we're all we're all hopeful dreamers. We're you know? ex- yeah, exactly. Let's start by jumping into location. I mean, yeah. we could talk about the renderings. I mean, we have them here in right. front of us, some of the pictures of the drawings. But let's talk location. So you want to jump in and let us yeah. know what location you is? Know, we we've we've speculated about that on the show. Mm-hmm. We we talked about you know the South Waterfront. We've talked East Side. We've talked uh, uh, somewhere you know Northwest or the Pearl. But the site that has been announced, uh, Terminal Two, the uh, Marine Cargo Site, which is uh, you know up in North North Portland, Northwest mm-hmm. Portland, in yep. an industrial district. It's and, and there's a few reasons for that that we'll get into. But it's a it's a potential it's a it's a huge potential for business and commercial growth. Uh, it's very very expansive, and that it seems as though this is uh, this is really the most kind of reasonable and, and feasible site at this point. Now, again, these things change. We we understand that, mm-hmm. but but we'll go with this at the moment. Again, let's dive in a little bit more on the location. So we're looking at Terminal Two, which is on the other side of the four hundred five bridge. Mm-hmm. That's coming on. It's down in the uh, the industrial area mm-hmm. where the railroad is, and where currently the Port of Portland has that property. But it it has some significance as far as the location also, and that is is that up near there is where the old Vaughn Street Park was. I love historical connections. So it's not very far from where it's not very far from Twenty Third and Vaughn. So we're we're essentially back in the old stomping grounds of baseball in Portland. It's funny how that works, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, bringing it back, you know, and and oh man, I'd love to make some of those connections a few years from now. Yeah, talk about that. You know, it's it's one of those things where when I when I look at the, these types of areas and understanding how Portland has changed, kind of socioeconomics and in terms of uh, commercial commercial ventures and this and that, um, you look at the potential for what what Portland does with those types of warehouse buildings mm-hmm. and what they what they put in there in terms of how can, how they can market that that kind of fits with Portland culture, you know, taking taking something in an industrial area, yeah, you know, and 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 stepping outside the box and and making it commercially viable and just making it a thriving kind of business and and personal area. Yeah, like the Pearl District. I yeah. mean, look at look at what they've been able to do in that. 
Pearl District. They've taken all the old warehouses down in that location. They've built yes, granted they've they've got more apartment complexes in in, in that area. But they've been able to put businesses in there, so they got bars, so they got places to go and eat, places to go shop. Um, they, you know, they took the old armory there. That's now a a theater. You know, they've done a lot in that particular location, and then now you're taking the waterfront up by where Terminal Two is for Port of Portland, and you're at this time, you know, creating a ballpark out in that area by the water. Uh, as you know depicted right now in the drawings Uh, and so you you know it it just flows with the development of the area and you know you'd like to see in my opinion you know you'd like to see it put to some other use other than for industrial purposes Mm -hmm. in ways and I'm, i'm glad that you know that's kind of one of the locations because it's like you know people could go down by the water and look at it and be in their boats or whatever during like on a game day or or maybe even a, during a concert. I mean, you, you got to think there's probably going to be concerts in that stadium. Oh, yeah. Well, let's get it a little bit into some of the, 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 the quotes of logistics and this and that. Um, and we'll, we'll get back into um, and, and kind of get back into what, what that looks like location and, and, and views and, and transportation access and all that. Yeah. Um, so, again... Uh, when we talk about this, you, you want the reality of it, right? So, so there's still discussion between the Port of Portland... Okay, he owns the property. Yep. And the Diamond Project, this this legitimate group, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and they're figuring out the terms of agreement for the property. Okay. And and again, it's it's there's a, there's a lot that goes into it. Like uh, who's going to pay for what um, in terms of how the how the stadium is going to be funded, mm-hmm. and then and then there's also the financial issue of bringing a team to Portland, yeah. which, which has its costs. And and I, you know I think we covered that. You you got into that too with some potential. Uh, a potential funding bill. Yeah, uh, you got into that, and and again, it's this. This is a process. The vibe I'm getting is that there's a lot of a lot of eager back backers. I, I, mm-hmm. It seems, it seems, uh, there's viable optimism from the business community, where where um, pe- people see Portland as as this this whole growth, this whole Portland boom, as not slowing or stopping down. In the next few be- uh, decades, yeah. So it's pr- it's pretty exciting. So, uh, and, and I think you mentioned this before. So we're talking about this this property transaction, you know, in terms of a long term lease, and you mm-hmm. got into those details in one of our episodes. Yeah, you know, I can if you want me to, I can hit on that a little bit. Just, right just now. yeah, just spend a minute or two on that long term lease situation. So really, so what we're looking at is we're looking at uh, you know a bond measure or uh, you know a loan. I mean. What people are not understanding is is that, and I still see it today, is is people are like, oh, I don't want this to be funded by, um, you know, by the the general public, and, and we're going to be footing the money. And, and and the thing of it is, is that's not the case. I mean, right now it's it, it's going to be a tax on, uh, you know, on the people that are part of that particular organization, and they're going to have to put it back. So. It's, it's, it's going to be a tax. It's going to be put placed on the burden's going to be put on the team. And the other thing is, is that is for as long as the uh, actual loan to this to the ball club is in place, the team has to remain here. So it, let's say it's yeah, a thirty. I remember year, you touching on that. Yeah. So let's say it's for thirty years. They got thirty years to pay back the loan to the state of Oregon. Well, that that means the team has to stay here for that thirty-year time frame. So, if you if you were concerned about a team, one it being pri- funded by 
taxpayers, it's not going to be. I mean, the money's going to be put there, but it's going to be given back to the state. And then the other thing is, is that the team's going to stay here for the length of the loan. That's what it's that that's what it's going to be about. Yeah. And and so uh, again, there are a lot of naysayers, a lot of skeptics, and a lot of cynics, which is mm-hmm. good. It's good to be skeptical and cynical. It's good to question this and and question the feasibility or the financial impact, you know. But um, it, it's structured in a way where there's there's some safety nets. There's yeah. some, there's some. Uh, this isn't a this isn't a short sighted uh, junk sale. This isn't you know something that hasn't been thought through, you know. And 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 again. Within this long-term lease, you've got the Diamond Project act, acting as the as the master developer for the site. You know mm-hmm. their 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 name is on this 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 conglomerate that you you know with it's becoming a pretty pretty uh, momentous conglomerate that you yeah. have as a master developer. And and again, um, it's 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 pretty it's it's pretty cool. But within the agreement, what they're talking about is that there's a lot of potential for uh, again other developers building around the stadium. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because you're talking about things that are mutually beneficial, right? You're talking about one thing helps the other, one thing attracts the other. You're talking about what a stadium does for the area, mm-hmm. not just what the area does for a stadium. Yeah. You're talking about you kind of mutual expansion and, and mutual benefit here. In terms of with, with Portland's kind of propensity to take those type of areas and commercialize them successfully, which has been proven in, in the industri- other industrial areas in North Portland, mm-hmm. um, that makes it even more viable. So uh, again, we're still, you know, it's still, there's a lot of give and take here. Mm-hmm. There's still a lot of give and take um, uh, between, you know, the, the, you got the Port of Portland and, and, um, and, and those terms between them and the Diamond Project. But this is, this is exciting news. I tell you what. It's it's interesting the timing of this announcement. You know, I was noticing right right before uh, right before Major League Baseball's winter meeting in Las Vegas. Yeah. Right. An interesting and strategic strategic timing as these things always are. Um, and and I think there's I think there's a, a, a an element to this. Okay, so we need to take a step back and remember what's happening currently in Major League Baseball, and that is is that you have two teams currently right now that are on the threshold. Of no longer being in the location that they are. One, the Tampa Bay Devil Rays, or the Rays. Two, the Oakland Athletics. Now, the Oakland Athletics, they have, you know, drawings and renderings of what the stadium will look like. But a lot of what I'm reading is is that they have no deal in place at this time for any sort of location. Mm -hmm. So, this puts the, I mean, and I'll just end it with this. This puts the Diamond Project with having this, this, this prospective agreement in place in a very good position. It's easy to say, well, Oakland already has a stadium, but let's be real. Place is a dump. It is an absolute dump. Yeah. No one's going to deny that. And and they're the, the in terms of them, in terms of that city getting a new stadium, that's just not even feasible at this point. Yeah, they're, it's they're not a reality. They're really kind of um, on more of the liberal end, like Portland is, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't I don't see a public funding being no, rent made available for that so that's they, they may keep the a's but the new stadium is, is yeah not, i mean they, they've lost the raiders so, because they the play works, in the yeah. same location yeah not in the works yeah but in any case um so you've got this winter meeting in las vegas and the portland diamond project group the partners which i'm wondering which partners i, I know i know yeah. mr cheek will be down there and, and i'm wondering who else uh, are going to be down there heavily promoting our our potential portland franchise and, and and Craig Cheeks, uh, you know, he's super excited about that. And again, it's it's this visibility, it's this kind of uh, making connections, and also mm-hmm. taking getting some input as well. 
Uh, you've you've uh, touched base with with Craig Cheek. He's the president of the Diamond Project a few times. I remember we met him at a function. Yeah, a great guy. Yeah, we met him at a function. You know, we I I remember talking to you. I'm like, hey, Dave, that that's Craig Cheek over there. Yeah, he's of the Diamond Project. So we went over and talked to him. What a great guy. If you ever get an opportunity to go just spend a few minutes with Craig, you should do it. I mean, yeah. he's very intelligent, very nice. Um, you know, great to talk to, and you know, you could. The thought process that goes through his mind when we were talking to him about what we have going on here with the podcast and everything, he's just yep. listening to it. But, you know, talking to him about, about you know, everything and, and you know, I think we praised about him, how, you know, keeping everything tight-lipped and, you know, what they're doing. But, uh, you know, I, I think overall, uh, when it comes down to it, it's, it he, he'll get it put in the right direction. So what what this means is this agreement, what this agreement is, allowed, it allows the process to continue and so now, now the Diamond Project, I guess, has permission to assess, essentially. Yeah. So this agreement gives the Diamond Project permission to assess, evaluate, analyze, interview, um, and, and kind of examine the area. Whereas kind of before, there, was that, there, were, there were those barriers in mind. So, mm-hmm. um, so th- they can now assess, is this going to be a viable location? Yeah. But just the fact that there's that much interest leads us to believe that it's it's one of the more viable locations because they've gone through this process and put that much mm-hmm. effort into into it. Um, so they're will if they're willing to put that kind of commitment into this, I would lean toward the fact that there's there's viability there. Uh, you know that this is probably I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is probably one of two optimal locations. Yeah. Would you agree with that? I'd agree with that, and I would say that uh, knowing um, or having again spoken to both Mike and Craig. I doubt that they're going to go forward with something that they haven't done their research on already. No. I mean, there's probably been some significant hours put into researching and, and doing whatever they need to do with this location um, from environmental to, to geological to yeah. uh, whatever to make sure that it's going to not fall in the water, but, you know, stay in yeah. that one place. You know, the way they go about this process, you know, and they, you know, these Nowadays, there, there's so much for, more data analysis and so much more, um, I guess, viability, viability analytics that go into these things that this isn't, you know, a rush to get something there, which which has happened in the past mm-hmm. with these projects in, in major league cities, right? A rush to do something. And uh, and then because of that, it either falls through or um, you, you don't get an optimal product, essentially. Uh, you, yeah. you, you don't get that optimal product. So... Uh, again, according to uh, Miss uh, Masaros, who is, is basically kind of runs runs this runs this ship for uh, Port of Portland, it's an optimal location because again, it's not a great cargo access. It's not a great uh, industrial access like some of the other terminals. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this is this is this has more potential as a commercial area, right? Yeah. And and for something like this, of all of all the terminals that the Port of Portland runs, so um, and. And again, just from looking at the renderings, the the, the scenery would be outstanding. Yeah, potentially, potentially. I mean, yeah. I mean, you look at you know this. We got a picture. You got the Fremont Bridge there. You know, they got others where you got the 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 mountains and the you know you got some of the hills in the background, and then there's there's others where you're seeing you know Mount Hood. You know, we'll see how long that lasts, but yeah. Um, you know, you, you just it would be it'd be nice. To, to have it in that location. I think, you know, it's optimal to have it by the water. And I, I'm guessing it's going to be, remember, like San Francisco. Yeah. They got people that are kayaking in the water. Oh, man. 
Like no, at the I've game. been to that park. It's yeah. fantastic. It's, it's a great. Yeah. I mean, and it's in yeah. a. It's in a. You know, if you take a look at that, where that park is, and where this one could go, they're they're actually really in similar locations. Yeah. Yeah, in terms of the surrounding area. Yeah. You, you look at the pictures. You, you can't. If you haven't yet, you should get a hold of those and look at those. Yeah. Um, Check them know, out. Portland Diamond Project. There we go. Put them up there. You know, we've got the state-issued bonds funding. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, bonds being paid back with income tax revenue, yeah. uh, potentially. And so, which again, we're talking about urban growth and Portland socioeconomics. Um, having lived here most of my life, it's pretty exciting time. Got to be honest. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a very great time. So you've got, you know, in terms of, in terms of, uh, you've got the managing partners of the Diamond Project. You've got Mr. Cheek, and then you've got uh, uh, former state senator Jason Atkinson, and um, again, you've got former Trailblazers and Answer that uh, most people know from Albany, Mike Barrett, um, the managing partners, uh, and, and you've got again, kind of a celebrity force in in the Wilsons, right? Uh, yeah. Russell, Russell Wilson and Sierra, and uh, a lot of momentum behind there. There's going to be more details that come out about this. I'm led to believe at this point that this is one of two of the most viable locations at this point. You know, you're looking at, in terms of financial cost, and again, according to Cheek, mm-hmm. you're looking at a, about a $2 billion investment. The, the, two to three, I think it was. Yeah, in that range. Probably yeah. uh, $1 billion plus just to build the park, right? Mm-hmm. $1 billion plus, And then... The whole process of acquiring a franchise with that—that's a whole another episode. What it takes to acquire a franchise. Yeah, and I mean, let's take a step at that's the one another billion. Let's let's take a jab at the one billion. If you look at the renderings yeah. of of this, I yeah. mean, the the re- retractable roof alone. Yeah. I mean, the thing looks like nothing but pure glass. Yeah, we, and, you know, talking about some of, some of the advancements. Yeah, and, I mean, look at that. It's the architectural, like yeah. the architectural and structural advancements. Um, mm-hmm. this would be, it would be, it would be a, a, a light, it would allow light to, to come through. Yeah. So in terms of you're, you're talking about unheard of, right? A mo- a moving roof that slides over, but that, that again, light but comes through. Seattle has a moving roof, but, but that's on like, yeah, that's a, you know, you it's have tracks, tracks yeah. that, 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 that move this thing, but this is, I have no idea how this is going to work, but they yeah. they clearly do. Translucent material. I mean, just, yeah. just amazing. Um, I, I don't know if the gondola cable car, you know, if, if, if that's just, that was just something that the, those two, those two uh, companies, commissioned yeah. companies had, had, you know, I, I think it's cool. I don't know. If, I mean, it's kind of neat, but is it, is it, is it needed? Is a, is a gondola car like needed? Yeah. I mean, right. Maybe it's kind of cool to sit there, you know, you're standing right. there in the gondola and it, it's going to the outfield, you know, during during the game. Um, but I don't know. You have mean, to figure out, is it is it going to be financially viable, right? Is it is, is that worth the money? Are you going to, you know, are people going to pay for that? And Yeah. Uh, but it's a cool idea to go over and watch the game and back. And, and is that is that what, but is that what people that go to baseball games, are they going to be, are they going to want to do that? People are going to want to do that. All right. Yeah. I mean, hey, it's, it's, por- it's going to be Portland. cool. It's, it's Portland. Portland. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and they, they have a lots of room for my idea of doing food cart alley. Food, food carts. Food cart alley. Yeah. There's yeah, lots of room. Yeah, just a nice room. space to pull in about six of them, right? Yeah. Food cart alley. And there looks like you can ride your bike to the game and, and yeah. park it. You know, I mean, I'm looking... I'm looking at this, and you know, it, this is one of the pictures that's looking from the 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 uh, I think the right yeah the right field, looking in from right field, and you got some suites in that particular location with the some bench part you know seating and uh, you know bikes there, people walking around. I mean, 
How would you not enjoy a, you know, a nice summer day at the ballpark right there? Oh, it would be fantastic. Um, they also talked about you know um, going green, so to speak. Um, LED platinum certification, sustainable building practices, being mm-hmm. a very vi- environmentally conscious, uh, conscious, which mm-hmm. again fits with fits with Oregon. Um, they're really talking yeah, energy efficiency in terms of building and, and and running these stadiums. The changes in energy efficiency over yeah. the last ten years is um, with in terms of uh, water use efficiency and energy efficiency, electric mm-hmm. electrical efficiency. Uh, that that's. That's going to be something that's definitely on the contemporary and the future end, and, and, and something that would be really cool. Yeah, and, and I want to take a I want to take a step back. I mean, we're talking about the actual construction, but let's talk about the destruction of or demolishing of what's in the area. I mean, you've got a very big open area that's at currently that's nothing uh, mostly uh, asphalt for the port to to store things. So it's not like you're going in and you're having to, uh, you know, destroy and, and demolish a bunch of buildings at this point, you know. And so, I mean, that's 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 a huge yeah. cost savings. Yeah, you're building from the ground up because that's always uh, 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 that's always a tedious process and, mm-hmm. and always kind of filled with controversy in, in terms of uh, are you destroying history? What's the environmental impact mm-hmm. of tearing down buildings that are already there? So that, that's, a, that's that's another positive. Right? There's a historical impact too of yeah, tearing down absolutely. some old buildings. So yeah. So this this essentially by by having it in this location is is a good thing in my part, you know, in my book because you're not having to deal with tearing down any historical buildings. You know, the environmental aspect it's already been disturbed. I mean, very disturbed, and you got to think of okay, well. Uh, let's put something a little bit nicer than you know what's currently there. Yeah, in, in terms of and, and let's talk let's talk about that, that area and then access. Um, uh, freeway access, excellent. Uh, it'd be one of the most easily accessed stadiums in the league. One of the issues though that is coming up is is uh, public transportation yeah. and transit. Right, you were you were looking at that as well. And, mm-hmm. and Portland is very very pro mass transit, uh, public transportation. Yeah, this and that. Um, and, and the site is more than a mile from the, from the max light rail. So there's a potential to, the potential need to get creative yeah. around um, public transit and access. Um, and that's definitely going to be a thought. And let me, let me jump back on this. So Andrew Theon of the Oregonian, he wrote this in an article um, t- uh, from November 30th. He says he was talking about five better spots for the stadium. And so, he, you know, he says that, Port of Portland's Terminal 2 sits about two miles from the nearest light rail station oh, wow. and about one and a half miles from the nearest streetcar stop. The number 16 bus is the only public transit service running past the proposed stadium. There's not even nearby freeway access, meaning getting to and from the Fremont Bridge would become an odyssey. There's potential for good bike connections along Northwest Front Avenue, but those don't exist today. The only long-range public transit proposal with any legs is an $80 million streetcar extension that would create a loop running east-west beginning uh, between Montgomery Park and Northwest Lovejoy says Northrop. It's not that the close. It's not that close to the proposed stadium, and, and talked about how Portland was, you know, in 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 line for a 2020 regional transportation bond. But I mean, come on. You know, to me, look at Vaughn Street. People that built Vaughn Street were street car, were street car, uh, were trolley guys. Mm-hmm. 
And so it's like, let's expand it. You know, yeah. let's let's do something that would create more of a, you know, and again, Portland's on the more environmentally front. Nothing wrong with bike access. Yeah. Let, let's do stuff that would um, maybe circumvent, you know, having to have people drive there maybe what about you know what about you know creating more bike paths let's walking right. paths how about how about walking why not put you know parking further shuttle. away and just have so, people walk and shuttles even some shuttle shuttle lots too yeah you, you get created i don't see this as a huge hindrance i mean gosh it's just you know portland's obsession with mass transit mm-hmm. but again you get created bike paths uh shuttle transit maybe expanding the mass transit there's all sorts of options there yeah exactly yeah, really so i mean but that you know, it's just one of those things that come comes into this decision mm-hmm. uh, in in terms of you know viability. Yeah. Um, uh, but you know, uh, again, uh, uh, Mr. Cheek, obviously, he he wants you know he's there's there's an urgency, which I like to I like to hear that there's a sense of urgency. But this is like a a patient urgency, like yeah. an urgency, but things have to be done right. So you have to temper that a little bit. Um, so in any, any case, you know, I'm excited to hear this because the, the, the two groups have been in talk since May, uh, Port of Portland and, and the Diamond Project. So mm-hmm. it's, it's something's coming out of it, which is, uh, which is uh, exciting and expire, inspiring. So we've got this 53-acre site, you know, potential. Um, it's, 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 they're going to examine it for uh, more viability than they already assume is there. Yeah. Uh, hopefully sooner rather than later we'll be hearing about that. And it's it's again these these images and this 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 updated information got me fired up as it usually does. Yeah. It, it has me very fired up. I mean, you know who who wouldn't want to go there? Yeah. Watch a ball game and just enjoy it. I mean, you, yeah. you know for I've always said on this this show that I'm a I'm a Red Sox fan. So I'd really love to see it be in the AL because you know, have the yeah. Red Sox come here on a, on a yearly basis, but I want to see the Mariners come down. I mean, yeah. th- this is the stick. This is the thing that we want. I think to to push is is that be in the AL, maybe be in the AL West with the the Mariners, and people are you know people are not having to travel to Seattle all the time to see their team play. Yeah. Think of it that way. How many people are on, I mean, maybe not a lot of people from Portland, but how many people are on the highway going up to Seattle to watch, you know, whatever team that they want to watch play. Come come to Safeco, yeah. Yeah, come to Safeco when they could just now, you know, they get this ballpark, they could stay home, stay in the area, go to, you know, go to Portland. Yeah. The money's going to Portland. And, and Portland's become way more in the last two decades a, a, a city where people have come here in the last five, 10, 15 years from all parts of the country. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what that's what makes this, I think, even more of a major league town than it was before, um, because of the last two decades that that you know Port, Portland has become a city with a lot more transplants. Okay, yeah. and and who have those geographic connections to teams in the Midwest, to teams in the South, to teams in the East you know, to teams in, in, in California, so on and so forth. So it just, it makes it more of a, I guess, thing, concept that that it could happen and, and, and more reasonable that it should happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only downfall to all this I see is, is the whole transportation element. Um, but I think that we are at a time in history where we have some very good, 
knowledgeable people who all they do is structure transportation in urban areas. Yeah, way more so than a few decades ago. So, yeah. I mean, who who were we to sit here and, and say, oh, this is going to be terrible, you know, transportation? Uh, it's a mile and a half from yeah, mass transit. Exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, you know, Andrew, I mean, yeah. The naysayers, right? The yeah. naysayer. Andrew's a naysayer on this, on, you know, uh, you know, hey, it's too far, too far. Well, who says? Give it a chance, Andrew. Give it a chance, everybody else. Let... Let the let them take some time. Let them figure out and give us options of what's going to happen. Let's not rush and be the Debbie Downer. Yeah, agreed. In this. Agreed. And let's let's believe in the 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 potential and and the expertise these people have in in creating something and and being resourceful and creative. In establishing ways, you know, transportation. transportation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's believe in that because it's reality. Exactly. And, and I, you know, I mean, we're, we, uh, you know, we're all about this. You know, we want, you know, we want there to be baseball. There's lots of other people that want baseball to be here in, in Portland. I'm excited. I'm glad that they came out with this. I'll be interested to see what happens at winter meetings. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's, that might be our next uh Next discussion. Was, well, we should be referencing that in a few months, you know. Yeah, winter meetings. And that's that's only. A, should, should we fly to Vegas? Is the question. I want to be a fly on that wall. That would be that would be fun yep. to so go. Let's and... make it happen. Fly to Vegas. <laughs> hey, Craig, help us out. We'll, right. we'll go to hey, Vegas with you. Well, we need to find some funders. Who's going to back us? Yeah, <laughs> who's going to back us? We need some funders. Anyone? To... Anyone? <laughs> yeah, we'll go to we'll go to Vegas. We'll give you the insight. Right. We'll keep receipts. Yeah. Some. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, again, I, you know, logistics aside on this, this this is a state of the art idea. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, again, we're we're in the we're in the extreme infancy. And you can't stage. have a you can't have a state of art you can't have a state of the art stadium without a state of the art idea. And yes, that's, there it is. You crawl before you walk. And this is this is these are these are ideas. And I think. Craig and the gang would tell you, you know what? It's fluid. It's going to change. It's just an initial proposal on what we're looking at at this at this time. Uh, does not mean that the stadium's going to look like this ultimately in the end, uh, but it gives us something to be excited about. Yep, it's a start. Yeah. Yep. So um, I don't know. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing and hearing more about. What comes out? Yep, winter meetings. Um, I really want to uh, get Craig on, you know, yeah, the podcast we should, we should to, get him on to here. talk more about about this about this stadium, um, about things moving forward, and uh, you know, just hey, if, if you want to, if you're a fan and you, uh, of the podcast, you want to get on, come talk with us. I mean, I think that would be fun too to kind of talk about. Oh yeah, the stadium kind of you know what's going on. Um, yep. You know, if you have any questions, comments, you know, let us know. We I think we'd be be happy and honored to be able to um, talk about those on on the air. So yeah. Um, other than that, you know, and thanks for you know reaching out and saying, hey, we need to we need to talk about this. Well, this I know you were thinking it too. This is this is this is the right time with this. This is this is fun news, I tell you. So it is. It's yep. it's great news. I'm I'm glad to be. Um, a part of the movement in whatever yeah. whatever way we could be a part That's of the movement cool at this too. time. Yeah. Um, so, uh, 
you know, other than that, uh, you know, to the, again, for me, to the naysayers, be patient. Um, just kind of take your time. These are some initial renderings, initial thoughts. Things will be worked out. And Trust the effort that yeah. you're putting forth. And, and, and maybe maybe it doesn't work out. Maybe yeah. maybe this is not the optimal location. Maybe right. something else is found. But as of this point, this is what we have to work with. Mm-hmm. Let them... Let the let them the Diamond Project, let the city of Portland, let the state of Oregon think about this and just take a step back. Trust the process. All right. Well, I got no more to say about this. <laughs> what about you? I, I, that's it. That's uh, that's what we wanted to put out there. All right. Well, thanks uh, for listening in. I'm Dave. And I'm Ben. Hey, and yeah, you have yourself a great holiday season. We'll be back with more uh, interview, uh, Rob, Rob Nelson part yeah, two Rob next Nelson week. Rob Nelson part two. And then um, after that, we're going to have uh, we're gonna have the Portland Pickles for two episodes. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we got some great stuff coming up. Um, you know, in the future, we, we've got a very booked schedule coming up. We so do. It's going to be a busy couple months. It's going to be a very busy couple months, and we are really just driving forward to bringing you great quality content each and every day. Thank you. All right, Dave. Thanks, man. All right. All right. Hey, take care, buddy. All right. Peace out.